gliding shapes that violate every law of nature. It's the Horror Foria Podcast. Hi, can I help you? John Richards and Andy Gilly are talking everything and anything horror movies. Welcome to the Horror Foria Podcast. It is Monday, September 16th of 2019, broadcasting live from our studios in Wausau, Wisconsin. I'm John Richards. And Andy Gilly back from the dead. Yeah, we were supposed to do this on Friday. <laughs> we had a Friday the 13th episode. I'm so sad. I, I, I missed that. I was, I was very so sick on Friday. So I took the uh, weekend, recovered, and uh, uh, I seem to be all right. I'm uh, I'm still not feeling the best. Uh, I, I've heard that, uh, uh, what is that, American... Uh, uh, there's some NPR podcast. The guy's always sick on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think I can do my uh, podcast and sound a little, little different. See, but, you're, uh, you're okay with that. Like for me being, being an on-air personality and that's my job yeah, every single day. It yeah. sounds terrible when I get sick. I don't doubt it, man. <laughs> so I'm glad that we, we didn't make you sick last week. I stayed away from you. Well, I, well I'm glad too, because that's my job. <laughs> I, I, I got to right. talk for a job. Um, I saw an interesting movie and I, I really want to do it for the podcast eventually. Oh, really? I know okay. we're really lined up as far as what we're doing over yeah. the next couple of months it's called murder party from 2008 oh. i think it was yeah it's on netflix this thing it, it's like such a low budget gem hmm. it was awesome great premise and i don't know if you've ever been to art school or new new art school students but this is your quintessential art school movie oh yeah i know some art students i, oh. I have a bachelor of arts so i was <laughs> oh you're one huh uh well not an art student but uh yeah i was i i, I remember those people <laughs> very pretentious but i think man, i dated it, some of them yeah yeah might have <laughs> it was re- actually a really good movie so i maybe something to think about later down the line but yeah cool really let's check it out yeah. i did watch uh let the right one in this weekend i had time to while well, i was sitting around eating soup and drinking juice uh to watch that I'm really excited to talk about it on Friday with Andy. I am so, too. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got actually we're going to call him Randy because that's what he so, goes yeah, by for the Straight Chillin' Podcast. He will be coming in on Friday with us to talk about that movie. It's actually 2008 Swedish Gem. Yeah. So I only saw the American one. I've never seen this. Really? And I, and I did not like the American remake of I it. I didn't either. I, I didn't like it at all. And I I, I must have just I thought I watched them both, but I have never seen this one is good it's it really is good i was actually looking at the rotten Tomatoes score mm-hmm. and not as much love for the american remake but yeah man, Ameri- people love yeah. the swedish version did, did you see the american remake i did and have you seen this one did I you rewatch have, it for I, the, okay I, I haven't rewatched it yet i think i'm yeah. gonna do it this week just so yeah. it's fresh in my mind but it was really like yeah. it, it, i'll just say this and we'll leave it for next week but i <laughs> i'm not a vampire fan yeah but what they did with this it's interesting yeah we'll, it's great we'll, we'll it's great well we'll get to that next uh, on friday actually mm-hmm Okay, so horror movie news. Uh, well, it's chapter two, which we're talking about today, raking it in. Yes, it is. Uh, it was a, it had a hundred eighty five million dollar opening weekend. I think it's uh, it's up to the first chapter is the top grossing R rated horror movie of all time uh, at uh, three twenty three on it, and its uh, opening weekend was slightly higher. I think at one eighty nine. Yeah. Uh, now well, I wrote these notes for Friday, of course, so I think it's already surpassed three hundred million. Yeah, it has. It's actually three hundred and twenty three point. Yeah. Three million dollars. And it was the number one movie for like the last two weeks now, right? Yeah. Which is awesome to see a horror movie number one like that. I I love love seeing that kind of love. love. I I think what, and we'll get more into it, but I think Mm -hmm. what it did is it just has that mass appeal. Right. I mean, the first one ended up making like $700 million. Yeah, it did. It it did. Pushing that billion Mm -hmm. dollar mark. Pushing the billion dollar mark, which is just awesome to see for a horror movie. 
I guess the Exorcist number two at two hundred thirty-two million, and I don't know if that figure is adjusted for inflation or not. But uh, yeah, but that's uh, but if it's not, it would be about one point two billion. So um, if it was converted from nineteen seventy-three dollars, so I, I don't know if uh, no, maybe. if that uh, if that's converted or not. But that's what I saw. Exorcist number two is two thirty-two, but obviously uh, it chapter one uh, number one horror movie uh, uh, as far as dollars went. And two is is not far behind uh, if if it hasn't surpassed it by by now. <clears throat> Sid Hag starred as Captain Spaulding in many Rob Zombie's best known movies, uh, as well as ha- having a storied uh, career in B movies and black exploitation. Had what was termed an accident last weekend. Oh. I think he's still in the ICU now. His wife put out a note today. I, I noticed. I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, man. yeah. Uh, details what it actually happened were were pretty scant until she uh, put out this. Um, I think it was an Instagram post where she said he had fallen, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, he then, uh, you know, while he was in the hospital, he, uh, he threw up into his lungs or something like that. Aspirated so on. Yeah, aspirated. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, that's what's going on with Sid. We wish him the best in his recovery. But sure. uh, um, it sounds like he's doing better now. So hopefully you'll pull through. It, it, it. seemed, I guess, because I didn't see the previous post with it, yeah. but his wife put something very cryptic. And I, again, yeah. I didn't see it, but yeah. I did see the explanation. And it sounds like his wife just you know very positive about it yeah that, that this is just precautionary he just right. needs to be under observation i mean the guy's 80 some odd years <laughs> yeah, old that's right well and his wife said she was freaking out when she wrote that so she was sorry about being cryptic or whatever and it, it did sound a little strange about what it, whatever had happened but it sounded like he just fell and then had an accident had you know further problems in the hospital yeah. so hopefully uh captain spaulding is uh doing a lot better soon thinking about you sid <laughs> absolutely uh, rumors speculating on the website Bloody Disgusting mentioned that James Wan's new horror film Silver Cup, which I've been talking about for a couple of weeks here now, yeah. might be a Giallo film. Uh, really? Yeah, you know what Giallo is? It's, Giallo is it's like Italian, a, right? Yeah, it's like a ho- genre of horror that, uh, I don't know, most people are probably familiar with it. Those of you who aren't, uh, it's kind of a murder slasher mystery type film. Killer usually uses, it's like famous for having a knife and black gloves and a, like a ski mask. Yeah. Killer always wears those kind of things. Uh, real popular in the 60s, Italians, uh, before they were famous for cannibal movies, were famous <laughs> for these movies. So, should be kind of interesting. Look uh, up Dario Argento. Absolutely, Dario Argento is like a master of giallo. Uh, Girl knew, Who Knew Too Much is a big one. Bird with the Crystal Plumage, those are real famous giallo movies. So, that's kind of neat. That'd be I, neat to see. I, yeah, it's different. You haven't seen one of those movies, like, what, since the mid-80s? Yeah, maybe the mid-80s. I can't think of the, the... The only ones I really know are from the 60s and 70s, yeah. so... That would uh, be cool. I, I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to see that. Uh, I know we don't talk about horror uh, TV shows too much, but uh, this is kind of related to movies, too. Creep Show premiered on Shudder, oh, I, and I guess it's got a lot of homage to the movies, so... Uh, that's that's out there. Pays tribute to the uh, original film and uh, George Romero. Got yeah, to do it. yeah. It's, it looks kind of interesting if you uh, uh, have Shutter and watch TV. Uh, you might want to check that out. So I didn't realize it was already out though. Uh, yeah, apparently premiered. Guess, guess what I'm doing this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Um, I in my illness I did not get to uh, prepare a trivia question for it chapter two but you have one I do and forgiven that's that's okay I'll, I'll <laughs> let right. you slide this week <laughs> all right when adult Richie played by the awesome Bill Hader which we'll talk about oh, yeah. later mm-hmm. enters the abandoned movie theater in Derry in present time there was a poster of a popular rom-com from 1998 what was it oh <laughs> think about like here's a hint uh 
they starred together all the time together, these two actors. And once I say it, you're going to be like, oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, you said 1998? 1998. Was it You Got Mail? Or... <laughs> yeah, that's, that that's, was, that was it. That that's was what it. I thought. Tom Hanks and, uh, Meg, and Ryan. Meg, Meg Ryan. Yeah, they did star in a lot of stuff. Too. A lot of silly rom-coms in the 90s. They did. Yeah. All right. I'm not, I'm not a fan. No, I'm not a big fan of those. I, I don't know. I, I like some rom-coms, not those those ones. I, they were uh, just silly. <laughs> All the same kind of. I like, uh, I like the Adam Sandler variety of rom-coms. <laughs> I don't know. I like those. Those yeah, are stupid. It. Yeah, those are dumb, but I like them. So. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. We, uh, we had to do this because, like. Andy said before, this is uh, of the year. This is the biggest horror movie. I mean, obviously, yeah. you had Avengers Endgame come out and that made billions of dollars. But for a horror movie to make this much money, right? Um, you know, I'll preface it by saying I thought it the first chapter was a money grab. Yeah, but you know, I, exceeded, I totally agree. yeah, yeah, it's exceeded all mm-hmm. expectations mm-hmm. and. This was inevitable to be made. Yeah. I thought I was watching a trailer to Stranger Things when I saw that. <laughs> when I saw the first one, it was like a bunch of kids riding around on their bikes fighting horror, horror monsters or whatever. Yeah. It really, it, I, I agree with you. I, I I thought the same thing, but I was, I was, I liked the first one too. Oh, it, the first was, one was great. Was right. I had a great yeah. time with it. Um, I'll say this just before we get into the synopsis. I did like the first one better than I liked the second one. Okay. It had more of a horror feel to it. This mm-hmm. one kind of went. A different direction which will yeah. again we'll talk about uh before we start this is your spoiler alert we are <laughs> going to talk about this movie in its entirety if you have not seen it chapter two and you want to pause the podcast go watch it come back find out what we're going to say and andy that's right go ahead that's right uh so <laughs> all right so the uh the synopsis uh yeah we're it's uh 27 years later and uh, Following about that, the previous following one. the previous one, so uh, they've defeated uh, you know this it sinister anyway. thing whatever and uh, um, so they are living their lives their separate lives kind of goes through a a, a different uh, kind of shows what they've been up to um, and uh, then uh, Mike who still lives in Derry who's the only one who still lives there mm-hmm. gives them all a call. And uh, they, he, he basically, if he's ever going to call them, they, they, they know it's come back. So they yeah. assemble back in Deary at, yeah, at this restaurant. They, they made a vow in the first one mm-hmm. that they were going to come back uh, if, this, if it came back. Right. So they, they all made that vow, a blood vow to become the Losers Club, that they would all band together and, and come back to Derry. Yes. So, yep. So they reunited a local restaurant, all except for one of them, Stanley, who is Stanley, right? Who killed himself. Stanley kills himself, actually, to avoid coming back. Yeah, yeah, to avoid coming back uh, to it. Uh, So they all reunited this restaurant and they're, uh, they're, you know, um, and they kind of get uh, get attacked by the. uh, by the entity at the restaurant, which right. we'll talk about later. But mm-hmm. uh, then they realize that the uh, Mike has given them uh, has found out this uh, that there's this ritual that needs to be um, performed, mm-hmm. and uh, they all have to get like a, an artifact together to perform this ritual. An artifact so, from their past. Their yes, yes, exactly. So they so they go and they they find the, with each of the characters that we go and find this uh, artifact. Um, then uh, basically, I mean, what happens is they go into this cavern, they perform the ritual, and uh, they 
you know, end up defeating it. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in between there, we have all of the, uh, we gather the artifacts, we have uh, background into their life, and um, and then uh, we they do the ritual and uh, defeat him. Defeat him. <laughs> so that's kind of the synopsis. Should, should, should we, <laughs> can you tell I didn't write something up? For no, this? I, I can tell. That, but that's fine. I, I think that's the simplicity of the story. It really is. Um, that's, that's what it. It's what two, you said. Two hours and forty five minutes. Two hours and forty nine. Yeah, forty nine minutes. So, I and I purposely didn't drink any kind of fluid. I was very very uh, yeah, scared with it. Mm-hmm. I watched. Work. I, oh no! <laughs> no, no! When they first went down to the cavern, I yeah. went. I, I went really fast. But I, um, I got some milk duds, and that's all I ate during it. And and I was able to. I was able to stick the whole movie out. I saw the entire thing. So good. Uh, and I watched this movie. Uh, I must mention with some huge it fans. So maybe that had uh, had a little. Uh, uh, effect on on what I thought of the movie, but what, uh, more enjoyable. I mean, uh, yeah, I think it was more enjoyable because the, these guys. Uh, there's a sushi restaurant in town. The whole wait staff uh, really enjoys this movie. So I'm go. I'm walking into the movie. And people have shirts with uh, Pennywise on it and stuff. You know, I'm the only one dressed. The uh, you know, I had like an Under Armour sweatshirt or something on it. I was like, man, I should have got a Pennywise shirt. I really don't have any cred here. Yeah, well, so. Here's mine. Here's my experience because I actually ended up going later on. Um, I actually went Monday or Tuesday because yeah. um, I just switched my tickets around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took I took Karina's son. Oh, okay. We, we yeah. painted him up like Pennywise. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. We had, we had a good... And no, don't judge me as a bad parent because I am over the age of 17 and I was a guardian, okay? Um, That's cool. That was a lot of fun. That has great, to be fun. I, yeah. I, I had a great time with that. I would like to start um, kind of outside the story. I thought... If you've seen the first one and every single adult actor was a mirror image of the kid actors they did from the first one. Excellent job of that. Um even the 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 guy who uh slimmed down and was now jacked as Oh, Ben. <laughs> ben yeah. uh, unbelievably jacked yeah. when he was a fat kid. Mm-hmm. Even his face looked a lot like the kid really that they did. Yeah, I mean they really did a great job. I don't know if they did some CGI to that, but uh it, it was an amazing job. You were absolutely right about that. And I read, I, I kept reading these stories. It was all, it was like the Bill Hader show. Mm-hmm. Everybody's showing love for Bill Hader. And as the adult Richie, you want to talk about a guy that just established himself as an A-list actor. This was it. He, oh, yeah. he deserves all the praise he is getting for this show or for, for this movie. And I think it's going to catapult him into the, maybe not action, but he's going to be the next it actor for it no he did an excellent job in this movie every scene with him in it is he stole is it he absolutely stole it you're 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 totally right and and in the movie he has the best character arc because I agree. he's, he's mm-hmm. just this kind of you know snarky comedian and then you know just you, you see him build and you know he's got some seek deep dark secrets hiding with him yeah. that, that you end up finding out later but i mean my goodness that the guy was Right off the bat, the scene where he uh, confronts the kid. Oh. He thinks the kid is talking yeah. about it. Okay, so we're going back to the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, the restaurant. They, they had the encounter, and they're all kind of freaked out. They're getting ready to leave. <laughs> and a little kid, probably 10 or 11, yeah. recognizes him as a comedian and right. then says something to him and says his catchphrase. He's like, yes. and one of his friends said, you don't even know your own cat phrase? catchphrase? He goes, no, I don't, <laughs> don't even write, write my, my own, own material. material. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Yeah, that was a great scene. Uh, and, and he really did steal every scene that he was in. So yeah, for sure. Um, I got I gotta say, like, there, there's been some uh, talk about the CGI in the movie, and I thought the CGI was good actually. 
uh, with the exception of two scenes, and that restaurant scene was one of them. That was like this the, the C team for CGI. <laughs> that was it was almost like uh, Hercules in 1990 or something. Where yeah, they, I mean that the there's a scene where the, there's like some. Uh, Little beasties or whatever yeah. that come out of the uh, the fortune cookies. Yeah, oh, that's right. And it, fortune cookies. Yeah, and it's it's really just not so. good CGI. I'm sitting there watching it, and <laughs> and apparently this okay. So apparently this is was released in IMAX as well. Right. And that uh, the the people I've heard that have watched it in IMAX uh, think it's thinks all the CGI is terrible in it. But I really thought like the scenes with Pennywise and, and some of the other uh, stuff was pretty good. Uh, that that restaurant scene in the um, Paul Bunyan scene were the two that I felt that the CGI was not up to par. But I, I, you're right. But I thought that Paul Bunyan scene basically Pennywise makes this Paul Bunyan big twenty foot statue chase after Bill Hader. Right. Um, but that was a great jump scare. Uh, it was a pretty good jump scare. You know, I, I thought what I thought is a, a scene that actually got some uh, criticism, which was actually probably my favorite jump scare in the whole thing was the old lady. That comes after uh, Jessica Chastain's character. So yeah, Jessica Chastain goes back to her old apartment. Um, obviously, like with her storyline, her dad was very abusive. Right. Maybe maybe on the verge of being sexually abusive. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, I think so that's she implied. goes to get her her uh, keepsake, and there's a lady, old lady, living there. And then there was this storyline. See, that didn't make any sense to me because the old lady says, "Well, this was my dad." Yeah. And we had a discussion about that before we actually did this. I think what it was is that was her dad, but Pennywise kind of takes the form of that dad, or or, or yeah, I, I I wasn't quite sure on that. And there, I don't know. We could talk about that in a second, but yeah, I wasn't I wasn't real sure what she was supposed to, if she was like a actual little girl that had, that was Pennywise's daughter, or if this was kind of Pennywise disguising himself as this as this girl and you know coming after. Uh, Jessica Chastain's character. So, um, yeah, I guess we don't really get an answer to it. I mean, I, I guess it's it's left to interpretation that, you know, he looks exactly the same because there's an yeah. old 20s style picture of this guy yeah. that's supposedly the curator of this circus and he looks just like Pennywise without the makeup. And then right after that scene, Jessica Chastain comes out and she sees a guy putting on makeup who happens to be Pennywise, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. He puts on the makeup. That was but one of it's probably the his, best scene in the movie. Yeah, yeah, when he scratches his face. I really think that's the best scene in the movie. Uh, it, it, that was creepy. Yeah, and, it really was. Yeah, it was an effective scene. And I, I like the old lady scene. I, I thought that was that had a really scary vibe to it myself. Well, she was naked and she <laughs> took like this troll like um, look. Yeah. Like, like very tall and mm-hmm. kind of gangly lumbering after her, right yeah. but the whole thing leading up to it i found really kind of disturbing as well you know the yeah you know she's having tea with her she insists on having tea with her. you ever like you know you're stuck in this place because of your politeness <laughs> and you really want to leave and and i thought i thought it really conveyed that well yeah i thought it was a really good scene now that the whole pretty much the whole scene was in a uh in like a like a trailer mm. uh earlier this summer but uh i i really thought i really thought it was a good scene and to see it on the big screen was was really good yeah the, um, the one i really enjoyed was when bill uh sees that kid and uh, i'm trying to remember what it oh he he was going to the to the carnival because he realized that pennywise was going to be there for some reason mm-hmm. and then the house of mirrors scene no, the House of Mirrors. Yeah, that that you're right. That that is another fantastic scene in this movie. Yeah, because uh, they end up meeting this kid, and he kind of plays a, a part throughout the movie, 
and then all of a sudden. Um, well, that's the that's the kid from the scene that uh, in the restaurant. In the restaurant, but right. they have another encounter with them. Yeah, on, on the street, he talking about the house because that kid's from the house that he grew right. up in. Right, mm-hmm. and yeah, so the carnival thing. They uh, Bill goes there, and he sees the kid, and he's like, you know, trying to warn him. But they go through the house of mirrors, and all of a sudden, there's Pennywise. And that, right. That's a brutal kill. It is a brutal too. kill. It's it, it's a really good, and it, a really great jump scare. Oh yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's actually one of the better ones. There are some really good jumps, jump scares in this movie, yeah. I, I, which I thought made it a good, pretty good horror movie myself. Because that is is a rip I've heard on this movie too. Is that it doesn't really, it's not all as much of a horror movie as the first one. And that's you know? the that's the vibe I got because basically what happens is when they go down to the into that house and go down into the sewers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it, it it depended a lot on the CGI of of you know pennywise being more of a alien or some sort of taking yeah. some sort of form because he turned into a spider and really tall and yeah. it was just you know to me that's where it turned more into a sci-fi movie whereas you know, okay the, the, the i would say the first half of the movie just feels like the first one mm-hmm. um a little more brutal too to be honest i mean as far as i'm just trying to think of um well, and it might be because I went with the people that I were with were, you know, screaming and, you know, they, they were really into the movie. So maybe I got more of a like a vibe of, of it being like a good horror movie because I'm I'm with people who are very excited about it and they're screaming and, you know, jumping during the I can feel the energy of, of you know, the fear that people want to have in this movie. You know, they're they're enjoying the movie the way a horror movie should be enjoyed. And that's that's the crew I went to it with. So. Uh, oh, and the bully from the original one. Yeah, he shows up again. <laughs> he does. He's in a men- mental institution. It helps him break free. Or or he, he takes the form of his dead friend. Right. And then they end up escaping. And then, uh, who is it? It's um, it's his it's his friend that actually comes Eddie. to me. Yes, Eddie. Eddie has a, an encounter with him mm-hmm. in the house. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Remember... Um, he stabs him in the face. Yes, he stabs him right through his cheek. And then he just right. closes the closes the curtain really slowly. <laughs> yeah. And then he he comes after him, and he's like, he stabs him right in the chest. And I was yeah. like, I was like, that was rad. Yeah, yeah, that was. Um, and the the scene in the uh, with the uh, hypochondriac guy. Um, which one is that? I, is that the leper? Yeah, the leper scene. Yeah, where so, he's downstairs. Yeah, so it, well, he went into that uh, drugstore or whatever where yeah. he had to get yeah. And uh, his asthma medication, his admi- asthma medication, and uh, so I thought that was a really scary scene and really good until they played that song. What was that about? Oh gosh, yeah, was that like a like a '80s homage they were trying to do oh, or what? What was going on there? <laughs> what was the point of that, man? It got, like it was like I was like into the scene. I'm like, oh, you know, and then like he starts puking on him or whatever, and they play. Not, yeah, that. Was- <laughs> play uh what what is that song uh the angel of the morning angel oh just call me yes i can't think of the title of the song right now i have that in another drink way too much uh cough medicine this weekend to remember (laughs) the names of any of these things but uh, yeah i just i i I didn't get the choice there i didn't know what they were trying to accomplish there because it 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 almost did make it, it like it took a really good horror situation that i was i was really into and I didn't really think it was all that funny, <laughs> you know. No. I mean, and everybody, but everybody in the theater starts laughing. Well, you know? well, I I think 
I Which think, was the intended, you know, the intended reaction, I think, well, was to I mean, make you laugh. But why Why did they do that? Well, I mean, maybe it's a comedy relief thing, but I think it, it also ruined the effectiveness of how they end up killing Pennywise. Yeah. Because cause he was he was talking, to, I think, he was talking to Richie, and he goes, I just felt him getting smaller. Yes, right. Like, like when it. he lost his yeah. fear. That was very, I, you're right, that was that was very instrumental in the way he they figured out how to kill him. Yeah, it, that was the most important. Yeah. I mean, because then they go, hey, wait, hold on a second. This is how we do it. No, I just, you know, now that you say that, I just put that together, and I missed it because of those stupid song that they that's right you know that i just didn't put i didn't think about that because i was busy thinking about the scene the, the song the song choice that they made in that scene so yeah i mean because the guy's like he's a hypochondriac but he's so he's so meek and just you know, right comes off as weak but you know that was his mo- one moment where he had he lost all his fear yeah you know this is this movie's like a social commentary on childhood trauma Sure it is, yeah, um, and and you know Pennywise is a yeah he, he's a personification of that or whatever of, he, of your fears of your fears of your and sadness you know? bullying and stuff yeah absolutely that's um, that's what this movie's about yeah and it's about camaraderie being able to be able to lean on people mm-hmm. and and no matter what you've gone through somebody's got your back right which they they put such a nice bow on the end of this movie yeah I I loved the end of this movie the very last scene was great. Mm-hmm. Should we go into it? Yeah, go ahead. Well, they end up killing Pennywise, and there's a conversation between Bill and Mike. Mike's been in Derry the whole time, mm-hmm. and he becomes a librarian. He's kind of the historian of the town, so that's why he brings them all together. Hey, look, we're starting to see people disappear. Things are starting to happen again, so that's right. why he makes all these phone calls. Um, you know, uh, um, So Stanley had killed himself. Eddie died because Pennywise got him, but the rest of them make it. But there's right. a great conversation between them, and they're talking about Stanley ended up sending a letter to all of them saying, listen, um, without me, you're still going to be able to do this. Yeah. So it was like, you didn't know why he did that. You thought he was just being weak, but he was actually doing it to bring everybody together and make them stronger. Right. And that, that's mm-hmm. what he explains in the letter, you know, always loser club or whatever he says in it. Um, but there was that, that really effective... Uh, you know, hey, Mike's leaving town. Uh, Bill's back at, you know, typing, doing whatever he's doing, uh, writing another book. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, well, let me finish my thought. And then <laughs> yeah, we'll go, go ahead. Into that. Um, but he goes, he goes, I love you, man. He goes, I love you, too. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just like, it put that nice bow that, that gave you that good feeling. Right. It, and I wouldn't call it a Hollywood ending. I mean, you know what trauma they went through, mm-hmm. but. It was a good way to wrap up that movie. No, I, no, I agree. I, I was uh, satisfied by the end of the movie. I thought it, I thought uh, they did a nice job of that. Now it differed from the book. I understand, which uh, which I, I think you're about to get into here. You're, you're, no, no, no. That I was wasn't the part you're going to talk get about. Into okay. This stupid okay. running joke that was throughout the movie. One time would have been fine. Stephen King. Makes That's what a, I'm talking about. I, I, I knew you were going to talk about this. Right. The, the ending. The, well, no, they're talking about <laughs> generally speaking that Stephen King. The the joke is. That Stephen King's endings always suck right. in the book. Right. Nobody's really, really happy with them. But yeah. they make this joke at least four times. Yeah. And in in fact, t- in the with uh, it, during a Stephen King cameo. Yeah, Stephen <laughs> King was in a, a, a resale shop. Um, and, He's a, and, yeah, like a, uh, a consignment seller yeah, store owner. And yeah. Bill saw his old bike from yep. when he was a kid. And he's like, I want to buy it. 
Uh, and he charged him like 200 bucks or something. 300 like bucks. He's yeah. like, you can afford it. <laughs> oh, by the way, the endings of your book suck. <laughs> yep, he they, says, but they say it. So they, they did. They, they went over and over and over with that. that to make fun of himself. Yes. I get that. That mm-hmm. would have been funny, but they say yeah. it throughout. Yeah. They said, well, it was, it was kind of a motif as far as Bill's character that, uh, you know, he just can't get his, the endings. This, and it was, it was a, it was a cut on Stephen King or whatever. It was some kind of, uh, you know, um, making fun of Stephen King because uh, apparently people say this about him, which I, I don't study his work a lot, but uh, this must be kind of a dig on him. And now they did change the ending to this movie. I know this, the ending of this movie is a lot different than the ending of the book. I heard the ending of the book involves like a space turtle or something like that. Isn't that right? I don't know. I've never read the book. Uh, I've never, the only Stephen King book I've ever read in my life was Pet Cemetery when I was 13 yeah. years old and it frightened me, but I, I just, I guess I never got into them. Yeah. But yeah, they actually had the turtle in the, um, uh, the miniseries. Oh, did they, they uh, did? Or, okay. or made, made reference to it or something. Yeah. Uh, so so they apparently changed this, and that that may be a kind of a homage to that, to or you know a, a reference to the fact that they changed the ending of this movie because you know his endings aren't good or whatever. Because <laughs> you're sitting there, where the hell did the turtle come from? <laughs> right. What's going on? Well, I, and, and you know what? I didn't read the book, uh, and I got the. I feel like this could have been a better miniseries again. Like this could have been better done as something like Stranger Things, where it's like two seasons. 16 episodes or whatever like I feel I felt like I needed to read the book to understand what was going on a lot of time like I got it I understood what was basically going on but it was like what who what is Pennywise and where does he come from and why why do we have this and you know is it related to this uh, Native American thing that Mike has discovered or what? I didn't really get part of it. And I paid attention. I wasn't drunk during this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, I, 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 I watched the entirety of both these movies. So, you know, it's not like I was uh, I was in, in, uh, under any impairment or anything. I, I, I think I have somewhat adult level comprehension of things. Right. And, and I, it, it was like some of these things were just unexplained. And I, I felt like, you know, they're just they're putting this here because they think I should know what what why this character what this character's motivation is where this comes from what this person is doing you know I got the feeling about that a lot in especially this movie not the first one as much but in this one I was like I was like well I'm supposed to know something here that I don't know because I haven't read the book I I, that's that's kind of how I felt Mm -hmm. a, a lot of the time in this and that's why I think it would have been like it did not need to be any longer. No, that's for sure. You know, you know, there's going to be. But you got all these characters. Hours long. You, you got what? How many? How many characters are there? You know, how many people are there in these in this losers club? Six. Uh, One, uh, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Yeah, six of them, and the guy who killed himself is seven. So you know, oh, it, it's seven. yeah. You got you got all these characters in in a in six hours. Which is roughly about what we're talking about. No, five hours, I guess, is five one hours and two and four minutes. Five hours and four minutes is the whole thing. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to touch on the motivations and and what's going on for each of these characters. I just didn't get a feeling at all. I still don't have any clue what it really is. I mean, I get what it signifies, but where did it come from? It's the, and why why was this circus guy? You know, what did he have to do with it? You know, I didn't get it. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like if I read the book, I would know this. I don't don't know. I mean, or am I? I don't know. No, to me, I think you're right. There is a lot of confusion there because the the impression I got, and it's really weird because I came home after, excuse me, uh, right after I watched the movie. 
and the darndest thing, the miniseries was on sci-fi. Oh, no kidding, really? Yeah. <laughs> and the vibe I got from the miniseries is that it's extraterrestrial. You know what I okay. mean? It's like it's like it's a space turtle. Yeah, well, I, I, that's what that's what uh, Pennywise is. Is like, you know, it, it felt like it was more sci-fi. Okay. Than this movie. Okay. Like to me, I the interpretation I got yeah. is that Pennywise is a demon or or some okay. sort of devil like thing. And that's the impression there's a, there's I got a too. Ritual, right. There's deadlights. Uh, yeah. They take many forms, and it's. You know it, uh, the commentary on on your trauma or or your sadness or being bullied or something like that. Once you overcome that, yeah, then that no longer exists. This this evil entity no longer mm-hmm. exists, and it's gone forever. Yeah. So, I, well, and it, I guess the, you know it, it it did have a lot of alien like the lights, it, it, like when Bill Hader get got hit by those lights and just got stunned lights, yeah. or whatever. That's kind of alien like, you know, you, you hear about getting caught in a beam or whatever and Sure. Well but you know. could also take that as, you know, you're giving in to temptation. I don't know. I don't know, yeah. There's just like a lot of it I felt needed to be explained a little bit more. And and again, I don't want everything spelled out for me, but it was just a little too ambiguous in this movie and, and I felt like I didn't feel like it was trying to make me decide for myself. I felt like it was saying, You should already know this because you read the book. So, you know, that that's the impression I got for for, um, you know, some of the some of the stuff I was just missing out of of the movie. It would have been nice to have those clues or or not Mm -hmm. not comedianize a a, a very important scene like with the leper. Yeah, it just didn't get that choice at all. Yeah. But but then again, you know, that was an important piece to what happens. It was it was it was very important when I when I think of it. And maybe it's just that I'm dumb and I'm, I'm missing some of that stuff. I don't know. Now, now the the miniseries, the original one, uh, was six hours or four hours. I think it was only four hours long, wasn't it? Uh, it says here that the total combined runtime for the two movies is five hours and four minutes. Right, but the miniseries, which is, which is two hours longer long, than the miniseries. Really? So the miniseries is only an hour and a half each. Two episodes, hour and a half. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, so they had far more time to explore the you know all of this stuff in in these two movies, and yeah. and I just I don't know I I didn't. And again, I, I haven't seen the the miniseries either, so uh, I am coming to this. This is the only thing I've seen of it. The, mm-hmm. that, that this is the only thing I know of this story. So um, I don't know. All yeah. right. Well, let let's just give away the ending. Basically, what happens is we were talking about um, Eddie ends up having this interaction with this demon leper thing that mm-hmm. pukes on him, but he ends up explaining to Richie that. Um, you know, his his neck felt smaller to me or it shrunk. So I was able to get my hands around him and, and kill him. So that was really important because <laughs> as silly as it is, the way they got Pennywise is they called him a clown. Right. You're a clown. You're just a clown. <laughs> right. And as they're doing that, Pennywise starts shrinking because he turns into this big giant spider monster thing. Right. And he starts shrinking down, then he becomes into this pile of goop. Yes, and he's like a baby at the end. Yeah, or he looks like right. a baby, and you know his dumb line yeah. was, "Oh my, you've all grown up." <laughs> yeah, he did say that. Yeah, and um, you know what? The, in retrospect, the giant spider—if you uh, watch that on a big enough screen—it probably wasn't very good CGI. Too. No, it, it, <laughs> I didn't like it. I mean, it, yeah, and it get. Where it lost me is when it turned in kind of a sci-fi type thing. Yeah. You know, I love the horror elements of it. There were a lot of great jump scares. There was some awesome uh, uh, 
kills in this too. Did you realize yeah. that when they go the the very scary door? Did yes. you realize it was just a torso? It was a torso running out. Oh yes, yeah. You know who uh-huh. that was? Who? That was the little kid in the mirror room. No kidding. Yeah, really? That's what. That's what Pennywise. <laughs> really? Yep. I missed. I'm, I did not catch that. That was terrifying. <laughs> and then they go not scary. Yeah. It's just a cute. It's little a pomeranian. Pomeranian. <laughs> they were talking about earlier. Sit. And then it turns into. And then it turns into a giant so, monster. And that's yeah. where all the CGI mm-hmm. started coming yeah. in too. Um, I don't know. I, I I wasn't a huge fan. I think the CGI was fine. I think I mean, the I think the effects on Pennywise were amazing. Oh yeah. I really think they did an awesome job of like. And I I looked at like some internet screenshots of uh, I think it's, who is it that uh, Tim Curry plays him in the first one, right? Mm-hmm. And he. I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I, I don't. They really couldn't know. do very much with no, it. No, and they couldn't I mean, do a whole lot. It, 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 what are they? It's a TV show. It's, yeah, back in the nineties, they did not have budget for that. But, but Tim Curry was actually a very effective. That's what I've heard. Pennywise. I've I've heard he was fantastic. But the effects and the way this guy looked, uh, Bill Skarsgård, whatever, the thing he did with his eye, which was not CGI. That's right. <laughs> I guess he he actually can do that with his eye. Uh, he was a freaky looking clown i mean i like clowns man. yeah they don't not, they don't bother me i'm a strange all. person I, I like i used to watch the bozo show when i was a kid every morning before school so i i have i'm a fan of clowns I, but this was one scary clown man i mean he was, was freaky you know what yeah. they did and they went and i know they had to do it but i got a little piece of info right here that the young actors who were in the losers club in chapter one grew tremendously in the two yes. years following the film they had to digitally de-age i heard this in yeah. some cases as they looked significantly older than before yeah I've, and they I actually had that. to change their voices on some of them that, i've heard that See, too yeah I, I didn't you know i didn't really that must yeah, have been what I, they were uh, spending their time doing instead of the uh, fortune cookie scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they spent all their money. Yeah, must there have been was like, a oh, good, I gotta get this fortune cookie scene done. There Let's, was a great practical effect in there. <laughs> the the bathroom of blood. Yeah, Jessica, actually, that was Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain in the bathroom of blood. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. I I heard again, and you always hear this. It's, it's like the most blood ever used in a movie: forty six thousand gallons mm-hmm. or something like that. Well, that was the Evil Dead, and it's because it yeah. was raining blood, and it had yeah. that pool and stuff yeah. like that. No, I heard this is the new one. Is this it is, really? This is right, breaks that record. Yep. Oh boy, <laughs> so, that's kind of awesome. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were okay with the CG? I I thought the CG was pretty good, actually. I I it, with the exception of those two scenes, and you know. If I went and studied it and paused my, uh, you know, DVD player, Blu-ray player or whatever, and really looked at like the Pomeranian when it turned into that monster and, you know, the spider at the end and stuff, I thought it was acceptable. The the fortune cookie scene was bad. That was like C-grade CGI. And the Paul Bunyan scene, I just personally was taken out of it a little bit by that. but. Yeah. It, it wasn't great, but I mean, again, for me, it was like a really good jump yeah. scare. I, but I, 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 I did not find as much fault with it as, as some people did. Um, a lot of people are really cutting on the CGI. And like I said, there's an IMAX version of this. Maybe if you see the IMAX version, it really looks bad. I don't know. Yeah, just a regular theater. I mean, for me, it yeah. was... It, it, well, I saw it. It, did, it didn't take me out of the movie. I think when it shifted to almost that sci-fi feel... Yeah. That's what kind of took me out of the movie. I thought the editing was awesome. The way yeah. it oh, was such a seamless yeah. transition mm-hmm. between 
uh, the past. How about that? Yes, you are so right on that. How about that scene where he's putting the puzzle together? Yeah, the, that was an awesome. The, the title credits where, yes. where it's like it, it goes up to the sky and then they turn into mm-hmm. pieces and then it's uh, Stanley yes. putting together a puzzle going through the. Just a fantastic scene. Yeah, that was great editing. Yeah, that uh-huh. that was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. A lot of credit to Bill Hader because he stole this freaking movie. Yeah, I would agree with that. And even he was more so than, than Bill Skarsgård, but man. Mm-hmm. No, right. I agree with that too. We're at, get? we're at about 40 minutes. So okay. here we go. I hope we don't make people mad if you love the movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, I'll say this before I get to my score. Is that overall it was a well done movie. Mm-hmm. Too long. Um, some of the sci-fi elements I didn't like. Um, but it didn't take me out of the movie. I, I, I think what was a really, really redeeming quality was the acting. The actors that they brought in. Because you can suspend your disbelief of like that is um, that's Beverly mm-hmm. or that's Bill. Oh yeah, and it's just like that transition of okay, it it, it was great. So I think mm-hmm. they saved it, and the fact that they put a really nice bow at the end of this was mm-hmm. a satisfying ending for me. So I'm gonna give it a three out of five. Okay, and you know uh, I I did not find fault with the CGI. The acting was amazing, especially for a horror movie. You know, we're used to putting up with some, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know, less than stellar acting. And this, this, it was great to see a horror movie with these kind of actors in it, you know, and putting in these kind of performances was amazing. Um, I thought some of the things that it suffered from were maybe caused by its source material. And uh, <coughs> sorry about that. Um, residual cough yeah residual cough yeah they still have some so i think what what i found fault with was maybe uh, a cause of the source material so i'm going to give it a three as well i I really do think it's a good horror movie and uh as a horror fan i think you really need to watch it because it is going to be a part of you know your your culture in the future here so it's going to be like the uh like the song from jaws you're going to see a single red balloon and it, you, you know, you're going to need to know what that means. So. It, it's it's going to take its place in history. I seriously, and it's not just because it made a money, all this kind of money, because like Andy and I talked about, the first one almost seemed more like a cash grab. Yeah, this right. was inevitable. And they had to wrap this movie up. Right. And it, it's probably not going to do as well, but it could. Um, I think it's on track to do pretty well, actually. So, yeah. uh, but uh but yeah, no, I'll give it three stars. I think it's a, I think it's a good horror movie. Yeah, actually, just if you're gonna go see the, I recommend going seeing this in theater so yeah, you get the I, full yeah, experience. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy's not a big uh, movie theater goer unless he's got like, other friends yeah, going with him. Exactly. But I, w- I would actually suggest going to do this. Spend the money, man. Just go see the matinee. Yeah, and it's a horror this. event. I mean, it really is. It, it's a great thing. To see. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. And it's that. like, like when we went to go see Us. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, that's almost got it, it, it kind of. Pulls more towards hardcore horror fans. Mm-hmm. This is a broad. This right. this hits all those those buttons that people like about horror movies. The jump mm-hmm. scares, the uh, the levity of the movie, where it, you know he you have the comic relief in between, right? And you got great acting. You got a great uh, heartfelt story in between this. Yeah, you know, along right. with the horror. Yeah, you know, no, you've got this antagonist that you're just scares the hell out of you, but then you've got these people that you are so related to. Right. You know, you know somebody that was like that. Or, you know, fair score. I I would say this is that I gave I would once we review it and spoiler. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to give the first one a four. Really, you give it that much? I, and I I think the first one I'd give a three as well. Yeah, I think I'd give the entire thing a three. I I, I did like it and and I thought it was good. And I think you know the things that I that I didn't maybe at fault with its source material. Maybe I should read the book and I'll like it even more. I don't know. 
Well, I think it's going to take you in a different direction. I don't yeah. know. I haven't read the book, but yeah, I've, I mean, I've heard that there's the this isn't the a mini book series, podcast. Huh? <laughs> this isn't a podcast about books. So. No, no, absolutely. But the mini series <laughs> takes you in one direction. The book right. takes you in another, yeah. and then the movie goes something else. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. I don't know. I I, I, I like the movie. Um, next, actually, coming up Friday, man. We're doing two this week. Yeah, we I'm, are. I'm, 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 I'm excited. Up on Friday. Because we got Randy from Straight Chillin' Podcast. Um, you know, a little backstory about this. Mm-hmm. They actually did their podcast and they were giving uh, Bob crap about it. Yeah, that's right. And they're like, well, hey, <laughs> hey, how come they're not inviting us? But I would love to so have those did. guys. So we reached yeah, out to you them. You listened to it. You heard him say that. So we invited him. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Sleepaway Camp, the 27th. Cannot wait to review this. I'm very excited about the that. The Vintage Slasher. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to that. Then we kick into Shocktober. Yep. I like the name of that, Andy, by the way. <laughs> that's what I always so call that's, it. I love uh, it. The entire month of October is going to be Halloween movies. November, we're going to try to get into Midsummer Zombieland, and then we get into Thanksgiving, and then Santa's Slays. Santa's Slays, that's right. All Christmas movies. for that. It's going to be exciting. But other than that, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you on Friday.